Hey, what's up, everybody? Thank you for downloading episode 103 of We Got This with Mark and Hal. Exciting news! Mark Gagliardi is going to be joining me at Pensacon. That is this weekend, the weekend of February 17th, 18th, and 19th. We're going to be signing. We're doing a live recording with a guest to be announced, so you don't want to miss it. Go to Pensacon.com for tickets. Also, our first t-shirt is finally here. Craig Kukowski said it, you laughed at it, somebody made a t-shirt out of it, and now that t-shirt is for sale at the Max Fun store. It's the Suck It to the Peanut shirt, which you can now get. Go to bit.ly forward slash peanut shirt to get yours now. They are pre-ordering and will ship later in February. And it's important to get this merch if you want to support the show and you want more stuff down the line. This is a limited run t-shirt, so get it while it lasts only at the Max Fun store on Topodico. Thanks to our friends at Topodico for the shirt. Thank you for downloading this episode. And now, without any further ado, here's episode 103 of We Got This with Mark and Hal. Hello, I'm Hal Lublin. And I'm Mark Gagliardi. Since the dawn of humanity, one issue has gone unsettled. With the fate of the world in the balance, we're here to settle once and for all. Best Berry. That's right. Don't worry, everyone. We got this. Podcasts should have a theme song. Podcasts should not have a theme song. Yes, they should. No, they shouldn't. They sound good. Yeah, but people are just going to skip past it. Hmm. You know what? You're right. We got this. Do you know what that was, Hal? Tell me. I do that know. That was a raspberry. Yeah, okay. You do know. It was a raspberry. <laughs> <sighs> Look, we just started, buddy. You can't be this upset with me already. You're right. I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not. I I just, uh, you know, I was thinking today, I was like, you know, we're going to record and we always start the same way. It's always, hey, what's up? We should mix it up. And That's now, what we're doing right now. Yeah. I think the secret sometimes is not the, always the best turnout. It's Sometimes it's like the monkey's paw. <laughs> well, I always feel like we need to start, like, launch into the episode, because I forget that you do a whole beginning thing. <laughs> yeah, we have to introduce everything, and, and uh, we've reestablished. You know what we're not going to do? We're not going to say the topic again, because people should already know from listening. If you didn't listen, this Which is topic? the lesson. The topic Best for the berry? episode. Oh, come on. <laughs> Why do I say that? I'm manifesting it. I'm doing this. I accept you really are. responsibility. Although this topic is not my responsibility. This is Matthew Birdsey. Hi, Matthew Birdsey. Thank you for yes. this topic. This Thank is going to be fun. Yes. this was He suggested this, I believe, in our new Facebook group. Ooh. We have a Facebook group? <laughs> yeah. Do you remember what Great. Facebook is? No, I do not. I think like, uh, the last time I hear, you were on I hear it, that it was... people are very upset about it right now. Yes. They're, of they're, course. Everybody's yelling at each other. Now, last time you were on it, it was called The Facebook, and you can only get it at Harvard. That's right. Until uh, until Justin Timberlake showed up and said, just <laughs> Facebook. <laughs> just Facebook. Yeah. Um, all right. So today we have to pick uh, what is the best berry. There are lots of different uh, berries out there. Yes. Uh, Hal, you have to know me well enough to know that we're going to do a little bit of trolling. Of course we are. It wouldn't be yeah. a-, a podcast <laughs> That you were on if we didn't troll people. <laughs> and me both. Look, I'm complicit in it. It's not like I'm sitting here yeah. going, I'm all innocent. We talked about this. So what I have in front of me mm-hmm. is copious amounts of research 
from our our tireless researcher Kate McManus. Uh, thank you, Kate, for this. Uh, lots of things that I did not know were technically berries. Yes. Yes, so this covers a lot of uh, fruit and things that we maybe think of as vegetables but are fruit or we debate about them or whatever. So that's what I have in front of you. But you've done an entire other line of research. I I did a bit of research uh, about because when I think of berry, I think of the word berry. Now, I don't know what Matthew meant if he meant uh, the traditional – sense of a berry, a small, pulpy, and often edible fruit. Right. Uh, or if he meant the scientific term a berry, which is a fruit produced from the ovary of a single flower in which the outer layer of the ovary wall develops into an edible fleshy portion. Uh, or if he meant anything with berry in the name. So I did a little bit of research, and I have come up with a few... Great berries. So we can go back and forth, Hal, if you like, and you can name a berry that you think should be on the list, and I can name a berry that should be on the list. Sure. I think that I think that's only fair. And then I think what we'll probably wind up with, mm-hmm. if we do this right, is mm-hmm. there will be one from this list and one from your list that will probably we'll have face to duke off. it out. Yeah. Great. And I, you may have some that are not included on this on this list of fruits. And, and mm-hmm. seeds and whatever that other skin thing you said was, nerd. And <laughs> I may have some that you did not think of in your list of berries. So this is okay. going to be interesting to see where, where the true berry knowledge and where the berry superiority lies. So uh, listener, you might hear a little bit of typing because I'm going to keep a list of this <laughs> as we go. Hal? Yes. Would you like to begin? I would like to begin. And why don't I start with, Probably the, the grandmama of all berries. You know, the berry that we think of. Like if I said berry and, and you knew I was talking about food, what's the first thing you would think of? Strawberry. Exactly. So the strawberry, uh, it was first bred in Brittany, France in the 1750s via cross of Frageria Virginiana from Eastern North America and Frageria <laughs> this is gonna be, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 keep going. I'm gonna say this is pronounced Frageria Kiloensis, which was brought from Chile. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the, the cultivars of Frageria and then, <laughs> Ananasa. I sound like I'm in Lady Smith Black Babazo. Ananasa <laughs> cultivars Fragira. Roop, roop, roop. So they have replaced in commercial production the woodland strawberry, which was the first strawberry species cultivated in the early 17th century. Okay? Great. Uh, it is it is very important berry. Are you going to keep going? Yeah, I'll give you a little bit more. So Great. it tends to be consumed in very large amounts. It's not only a popular flavor for like milkshakes, uh, fruit juice, pies, uh, ice cream. I love strawberry ice cream. Like a good strawberry ice cream where there are chunks of strawberry in it. Ooh, Not that yeah. like Neapolitan where it's just like, here's pink sludge that we froze. Um, but artificial strawberry flavorings and aromas are used in things like lip gloss, candy, hand sanitizers, perfume. Like, do you, one of my favorite hard candies, like the nondescript kind that you can't really come up with a name for is mm-hmm. the one that's in a wrapper where the outer, like it looks like a strawberry on the outside and the top of the wrapper where you crinkle it into like a little bow. 
that part is green, so it looks like the the little top stalk. Yes, area. it yeah, it looks like a tiny strawberry. And then it's yeah, and then it's like a clear. It's a hard candy that tastes like strawberry with that they did not bother dyeing red or pink. Nope, because who has time? That's money that <laughs> that that can be spent <laughs> elsewhere, like on a car. And inside is like a softer, like a gooey strawberry. You know that candy. Uh, I absolutely do. Every time I go to my mailbox place in Los Angeles, they always have a big bowl of those out on the counter. And um, I always hope that I have mail. Uh, but if I don't, I will at least be happy that I got a strawberry. Do you grab – when you see a bowl of candy, you don't grab just one, right? Uh, what I usually do is I grab one and then I put one in my pocket. I grab one for now and one for later. Oh, see, I, I act like it's a skill crane. <laughs> like my hand goes in <laughs> fully spread out and I'm like, I know I can't palm a basketball, but I mm-hmm. sure can grab a buttload of these candies and put them in my pocket for later. Now, w- would you do this also with unwrapped stuff like the little dish that has the mints and a tiny spoon? Yes, but I won't put them in my pocket. I'll just hold them in my hand and eat them as I walk down the street. As they slowly get warmer by your hand oils. <laughs> That's when they get really good. When the, when that chemical interaction happens, it's bliss. And uh, here's the other thing. This, like, if you go to, like, a diner in, like, New York, New Jersey, Philly, that area, you get, like, the, the chalky mints that taste really good. Sometimes they're, like, mm-hmm. covering a fruit jelly. I think they're called starlight mints, maybe. Yeah, 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 I like those. The spoon that they put in the dish, like, they really think, like, oh, you just grab three of them or something you put in your hand. No, that is like a bulldozer that you use to push the candies over the lip of the bowl and into your yeah. giant waiting hand. Into the spoon that you brought with you for <laughs> yeah. this very purpose. Yeah, I bring a giant ladle with me that I fill <laughs> with these candies. So uh, uh, a little bit more. Let's talk about the popularity of the strawberry, Okay. Great, please. So according to statistics, a bowl of strawberries has been sold every second, which equates to 50 million containers per year. That is a lot of those uh, green baskets being sold everywhere. Ooh. I'm curious, though. This says a bowl of strawberries has been sold every second, but it doesn't say since when. That's true. So it could be that a a bowl of strawberries has been sold every second since 4.56 p.m. And right now it's 459. Ooh. You do. Look at that. That's 180. Yeah. That's a lot of strawberries. Yeah, it is. And you know, half of them are bad. Like you get the ones that are kind of slimy on one side. He's like, I just bought these. I know they were put out today. Yeah. I always go for the ones that look like they're about to go because they're the sweetest. Okay. But, but do you find there's a higher number of them that are slimy and moldy? Not moldy, but like just sort of like, oh, this one's done. Yeah, there's always the one that has that little, like, spot on it. They're yeah. like, why is, why is this darker and wetter than the rest of this strawberry or the rest of the strawberries in this bowl? Right. You try to cut that out and just do as much as, right. like, keep as much of it as you can. Are you a cut the tops off a bowl of strawberries guy or are you pick them up by the green part and eat them to the quick? Um, I'll do both. If I'm going to, like, sit down and really, like, if I want to do strawberries, if I'm doing strawberries and, like, Cool Whip, Mm-hmm. Then I keep the stalks because you got a handle to dip with. Yeah, there you go. But have you ever had those giant strawberries with the really long stems that they dip in chocolate? Yes. And by they, I mean chocolatiers. Yes. One I time. I mean to be non-specific. Have you ever made chocolate-covered strawberries? Oh yeah. yeah. I I tried it once. I'm a chocolatier. Oh you, oh you are you're a chocolatier. Yeah. I I was a big fan of the Mickey Chop Club. 
That's maybe the dumbest thing I've ever said. M I C K E Y M O U S S E. Um, I one time I tried to for Valentine's Day. I think it was the first Valentine's Day Jen and I had. I was like, I, I know nothing says romance like like the long stem strawberries dipped mm-hmm. in chocolate. I had no right. idea. I was like, and I read how to do it. You melt down the chocolate, no problem. Put the put the strawberries in the chocolate. And then you put them like on the free in the freezer or whatever, like you cool them down. Mm-hmm. So I did yeah, something this wrong. Is, this is very easy. They yeah. were a mess. I, the ones I made were a mess. <laughs> Jennifer's in the other room right now, uh, and I, all I can imagine is that she's hearing me and just shaking her head, thinking yeah. about these dumb chocolate covered strawberries I tried oh, to make. No, you know what? She, I'm sure she thought it was very sweet. Oh, she did. And then she went in the kitchen and uh, cooked uh, amazing things and relegated you back to wherever it is you were before. Um, Excuse me, Mark. I made a very nice dinner as well. Oh, she's in the room right now. Jennifer, will you come here for a second? Do you remember, do you remember when I made those chocolate covered strawberries? I thought it was very, very sweet. <laughs> See? Thank you. And they were delicious and unique. See, they were delicious and unique. Is that, that's like the equivalent of saying, bless his heart. Oh. Which is the equivalent of going, that was a failure. Jen, Jen is Southern, so she has at least no, like. No, no, It won my heart and I love him and they were beautiful. Oh. There you go. She's on the record. Perfect. All right. Um, so let's go to the health benefits of the strawberry. Yes. So limited research indicates the strawberry consumption may be associated with a decreased cardiovascular disease risk and that phytochemicals present in strawberries have anti-inflammatory or anti-cancer properties in laboratory studies. So that means um, that – I will say though – Yes. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no. I was just going to say that means that every every lab with strawberries in it has not gotten cancer. No. Well, congratulations to that lab. Yes. Um, I, of the, on this list, we've got a chart in front of us that uh, has all of the health benefits of all of them. Yeah. Uh, strawberries are it, – it, it sounds great based on what you just said, but this makes the strawberry sound pretty middling as far as nutrition goes. Yeah. Look, it's not the healthiest strawberry uh, or it's not the healthiest of the berries. The strawberry is the healthiest of the strawberries. This is true. Of all the strawberries, it is the healthiest one. <laughs> but uh, but in in the larger world of berries, where there are a lot, uh, there there are many more like antioxidant rich and vitamin rich berries that that are uh, more healthful than the strawberry. However, the strawberry is like the gold standard. They don't call it like Olala berry shortcake. That is not a doll. You get you get strawberry shortcake, and all the other ones, blueberry muffin. And and the other ones, those are like they're the ancillary characters. Exactly, yeah. everybody wants the strawberry. That is the number one berry on my list. What about you? What on your list? What is the number one berry? Well, I don't know. That's what this show is to determine. If you've already decided that the <laughs> the strawberry is number one, well, I'm not. I'm not saying it's the best. I'm saying it is the most popular. Like on a list okay. of berries, that's the one you think of. That is probably the most popular one. May not be the okay. best. So we're doing the you do one, I do one, right? Correct. Great. I would like to add to the mix the Daryl Strawberry. Uh, during his 17-year career, Daryl Strawberry helped lead the New York Mets to a World Series championship in 1986. Yes. Who doesn't remember when the Mets won the World Series in 86? I remember. 
everybody in Brooklyn does and everybody in Queens does. Mm-hmm. Everybody in the Bronx is rooting for the Yankees. But that's okay because uh he took the Yankees to three World Series championships in 1996, 1998, and 1999. Yep. Uh, he was voted to the All-Star Game eight straight times from 84 to 91. And um despite his three suspensions um because of substance abuse. Yes. He uh he remains on our list of notable berries. <laughs> and he you know what? He cleaned himself up and he's doing all right now. That's and right. And I as that said, <laughs> oh go ahead. I was going to say it's an interesting choice because when I was a kid mm-hmm. for I did not know what baseball was. I just assumed the Phillies won the World Series every year. The first oh. baseball game I actually <laughs> watched. Yeah, it's very funny if you know sports at all. How dumb that is. But uh, the first game I ever watched was the Phillies versus the Mets in 1986. I saw Ray Knight, who was the Mets' third baseman, hit a game-winning home run. And then I became a Mets fan. For like three, four years, I was a huge Mets fan. Daryl Strawberry, my favorite player in the world. Well, let me ask you this, Hal. Yes. Does Daryl Strawberry, your favorite player in the world, beat the actual Strawberry in the in the battle of best berry? I'm gonna, I'm gonna argue no. I, I would agree with you because I think the actual strawberry would be in the Berry Hall of Fame. And unfortunately, Daryl Strawberry, because of, of his drug problems, <laughs> never was able to put together a Hall of Fame career. Uh. But I mean, amazing player and also notable. Uh, he is a, a, he has a brief appearance in the movie Moneyball. Does he? Because he and Billy Bean were in the Mets farm system together and everybody thought Billy Bean was going to be the star and not Strawberry. Little did they know, Strawberry would win Rookie of the Year. I think he might have won an MVP at some point, or or it was at least close. But also, Daryl Strawberry was on The Simpsons. He was in the softball Ooh. episode of The Simpsons. Is Daryl Strawberry being on The Simpsons enough for you to choose Daryl Strawberry over the actual Strawberry? I feel like the fruit Strawberry has also been on The Simpsons. That's fair. Um. All right, your turn. Okay, the Blackberry. Okay, so that production that's uh, mainly produced in Mexico, I believe, and it's can I can I ask for clarification? Not the phone, the fruit. Thank you. <sighs> Man, you're just trying to throw my game off, but I'm not going to let it happen. Get it together, Al. Talk berries, talk berries, man. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it was. I guess there, there. Uh, it was once based in Texas. But the Mexican, the Mexican industry is now dominated by the Brazilian Tupi, which was released in the 1990s. So, uh, that has an, uh, <laughs> the Tupi, I'm such a 10 year old, has the erect Blackberry Comanche and a wild. <laughs> you can get through this, Hal. Uruguayan Blackberry as parents. So, Tupi. His parents, this mm-hmm. this blackberry named Tupi. His parents are the erect Comanche and mm-hmm. a wild Uruguayan blackberry. Yeah, this has all the makings of a movie I may or may not have seen. <laughs> oh, you had Cinemax when you were a kid? Uh huh. I watched this movie totally like squiggly lined on the television. <laughs> um, I uh I I have a special place in my heart for blackberries because uh-huh. when I was growing up there was a blackberry patch across from my house. Okay. And we would go out there and pick them and bring them home and my mother would make pies out of them. Okay. Uh, so I have always loved blackberries for that reason. 
Uh, actually, just this year, uh, when Juliana and I were in Guildford, uh, England, where she went to college, we were walking around the campus and we got lost. And while we were lost, we came across uh, this sort of wall vine patch area that was filled with blackberries. And I thought, well, at least if we die on the campus of the University of Surrey... Or at least if we are stranded on the campus of the University of Surrey, we won't die of starvation. So <laughs> I feel like blackberries are both a nostalgia thing for me and a survival thing. Okay. <laughs> my, my one survival, as long as they're blackberries, I'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Also, they have a lot of fiber, vitamin C, and vitamin K. That's true. And they, the, uh, the seeds, which are also, it's one of those berries where you bite into it and you crunch, you have to crunch through the seeds. Um, but don't, which I kind of love. Yeah. Don't, don't hit on that because they are, uh, they contain an oil rich in omega three and six fats as well as protein, uh, carotino, carotenoids. Oh man, I'm saying this wrong. I, this is like, if this is the, I know that there are going to be other episodes where I sound dumb, but I will never sound dumber than this episode. I think trying to say stuff. I'm not even going to say the last word. Do you see how I gave you all of the uh, – I gave you all the scientific yeah. stuff? Elegitanins. 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 I sound like Matt Gourley doing like a li- – like, <laughs> let me have a hot sassafras slap and yeah. a, a wet – Usually he's just making that up for his show. You're actually yeah. reading this. It's in front of you. Just Hal. want a wet bowl of horse anger and <laughs> – so, yeah. <laughs> I, um, yeah. I like blackberries. I feel like the the thing with blackberries is sometimes they're good and sometimes they're not. Even in an individual box, you just don't get consistency and flavor. And I've had them on jams and they're okay. Not my favorite. Um, it's like a solid berry, not a great berry. Mm-hmm. Would you agree with that? Uh, well, I like I said, I have certain I have certain nostalgic affinities for the blackberry, but um, right, I. Uh, well, well, let's see if it beats this next one. Okay. And there are also blackberry candies, by the way. There are. Yeah. And they're delicious. Yes. Um, the next berry, uh, I kind of like putting them head to head against each other like this. Okay. Uh, the next berry we're going to talk about is Huckleberry Finn. He is the son of, uh, the town drunk, Pap Finn. And, uh, uh, Mark Twain describes him as idle, lawless, vulgar, and bad. But over the course of the wildly popular novel, The Adventures of Huckleberry Finn, mm-hmm. um, this bad kid turns out to be the most moral one in the community, um, believing that if he helps Jim the slave, he will go to hell. But he is fine with that. He comes to terms with the idea that he will go to hell. He will face eternal damnation just for helping this guy out. Yes. And I think that is admirable. My understanding is for its time, it was a fairly progressive book as Mark Twain mm-hmm. was a, was a progressive thinker, uh, both intellectually and politically. So that certainly resonates, uh, in the, in the tale of Huck Finn and the evolution of Huck Finn. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I like him. He's a, a really strong character. That's a great book. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, like, I, I always remember him as just sort of like a free spirit because in Tom Sawyer, he's like, he's just pure trouble in that book, isn't he? Oh, like yeah. He's not the man with the plan or the man who's going to get no. them out of trouble. He borrows whatever he needs. Yeah. You know, a boat, a uh, a meal, a pie from a windowsill, perhaps a blackberry pie. 
Yeah, he'll, <laughs> he doesn't care what pies get in his way. Huck Finn will take them all. Oh, yeah. If I'm comparing Huckleberry Finn with a Blackberry, it's got to mm-hmm. be Huckleberry Finn, don't you think? I think so. Uh, what if what if you're comparing Huckleberry Finn to Huckleberry Hound? Oh, come on. It's Huckleberry Hound. It's a blue dog wearing a straw hat. You can't get any better than that versus Huckleberry. I would take Huckleberry Hound over Huckleberry Finn, even though I just like made this statement about how like these are progressive values and yeah. at the time was standing up to racism. Yeah. And then you got distracted by a blue dog in a straw hat. I know, but he's so great. All right. What about this? Blackberry or Huckleberry Hound? Huckleberry Hound. I have to disagree. Really? But again, this could go back to my nostalgia for the Blackberry. That said, I will allow Huckleberry Hound to come out of this round because I'm not that because I, I think I have the winner in the hopper for the end. Really? I've got I've got a, a great berry. Okay. But I mean, do you also take Huckleberry Hound over? I feel like this is one of those things where you're you're so lucky that you're shielded from ev- from all the blowback we get on episodes because you mm-hmm. just don't look. And all yeah. I can think of is people going, Huckleberry Hound over Huckleberry Finn? But guys, yeah. blue dog. Ooh, wait, though. You know what? What? You know what? I'm no longer with you. Uh oh. On Huckleberry Hound over Huckleberry Finn. Tell me why. Not because you, uh, threatened me with our listeners chastising it, uh, (laughs) but because I was reminded of the musical Big River, which I love, uh, and it has some really great songs, uh, that Huckleberry Finn sings. River in the Rain. Mm -hmm. Uh, Muddy Water. Okay. Uh, yeah, I could just make a list of songs from Big River, but you don't need that. All right, then let's keep Huckleberry Finn and we'll eliminate Huckleberry Hound. All right, but it was a noble effort, my friend. Absolutely. And we love, we love you, blue dog in a straw hat. <laughs> we love you. All right. Uh, the next berry on our list. Here's another heavy hitter, the blueberry. Ooh, yeah. Okay. So, uh, so that's in North America, Europe, Asia, and Africa. So it's sort of all over the place. Um, and they're sold mm-hmm. fresh or processed. Um, they can be quick frozen fruit. I know we get them frozen up, freeze dried people get them. Um, they can be infused berries. So you can use them in jellies, jams, pies, muffins, blueberry muffins, obviously, snack foods, and it's an additive to breakfast cereals. So if you want weird milk and even weirder poop, put some blueberries in there. Um, and there's even, yes. Um, do blueberries make your, make your doo doo blue? (laughs) If you have that cereal, it will. If you have like booberry. Oh, there's, that's not a blueberry. That's a booberry. But it's, it's flavor. That's what happens when you fright. That's the, they're the ghosts of blueberries, Mark. Look, I omitted Frankenberry and Booberry from this list because we've already put them through a rigorous vetting process. True. They, they didn't even get another shot at a different at, – at, at, at a different topic. <laughs> so soundly beaten. Yeah. They just retired in shame to their imaginary coffins or whatever. So that's why <laughs> – But uh, the the Blueberry, <laughs> that when you put that flavoring in something, any kind of Blueberry flavored like marshmallows or whatever – they turn the milk blue, and you know that stuff's going to turn your poop blue. You'll you'll make blue poops. Well, it, it depends on how many blueberries you eat. I mean, if you're the kid from Stand By Me, then, yeah, it probably turned your poop blue. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's <laughs> a famous blueberry with the – oh, man. That, oh, yeah. That poor kid. And then he had – what did he, he – had, like, castor oil? Wasn't that what he drank beforehand? Yeah, I think so. Or Ipecac. Ipecac. It no, it wasn't Ipecac. That was – for poison. I think it was castor oil. I think he had like an entire bottle of castor oil. 
<laughs> wide load. And there's even there, but there is blueberry wine. So it's made yes. from the flesh and the skin, which is then fermented and matured. So and sold to hobos in jug form. Yes. <laughs> and in 2014, the United States produced and utilized 563.2 million pounds of cultivated blueberries. So those are the high bush and rabbit eye varieties. So, and, uh, also they contain negligible amounts of micronutrients, which, which means they're not, that's a, just a nice way of saying they're of all the berries. They're the, not the best. Yeah. Food. Well, like, look, there's moderate levels of, of, of vitamin C, vitamin K, dietary fiber. What they're really known for health wise is being an antioxidant. Yes. They're high so antioxidant. If you don't like diet. oxygen and you're antioxidant, then. I don't understand how this works. Let me tell you, this is actually interesting. Oxygen, Please. you know how like uh, metal oxidizes? Yes. So oxygen eventually breaks it down. So that's what oxygen is doing to us. Breaking us down? Yes. Uh, we are slowly oxidizing. So the idea is that an antioxidant will help uh, counterbalance some of those effects. I mean, it's not like if you just eat blueberries, you're going to live forever. But that is supposed to uh, help counterbalance some of those effects, those antioxidants. So it's a little bit of, of science for you that I'm sure is wildly incorrect. But there, do you like blueberries? <laughs> I do like blueberries. I feel like blueberries make everything that they're in taste like blueberry. Yeah. They're a really strong flavor for me, like garlic. You know what I mean? Anything that's got a little garlic in it, it's got a lot of garlic in it. Of course. Um, so that's what, that's what I've always thought that blueberries, uh, had both going for them and are detriment, is detrimental to them taking the, the prize. Yeah, I've always found them to be really gritty fruit if you eat it on mm. its own. Like they're just little weird like seed and stem bits that mm. that just sort of get into it, which makes it kind of gross. And it's okay. There's a higher ratio of good blackberries to bad blackberries in a handful. Mm-hmm. Or like, you know, really good, ripe, sweet. But maybe this is just the ripeness level. Yeah. Uh, we're both – I think people by now realize that we're both full of baloney, right? Uh-huh. Central okay. premise of the show. Um, great. Just checking. Uh-huh. Um, so if that's the case, then let's move on to Halle Berry. <laughs> uh, Halle Berry won an Academy Award for Best Actress in 2002 for her performance in the romantic drama Monsters Ball. Yes. It made her the only black woman to win a Best Actress Academy Award to date as of 2016. Uh, but it could very easily happen this year. Yes. Who is nominated? I'm assuming Viola Davis is nominated I, for Fences. I I'm think she got nominated for Taraji Henson. I think she got supported, supporting actress. Oh, really? In fact, let me make some typing, uh, noises real quick and I okay. will look it up because I think Great. that was one of those, I think that was one of those things. While I look it up, uh, do we want to take a quick break? Let's take a quick break and watch Introducing Dorothy Dandridge for which Halle Berry won an Emmy and a Golden Globe for Best Actress. Okay. Calm down. Are you sad and confused about world politics? Worried about the upcoming inevitable nuclear war? Or maybe a rat is living in your house? There's a rat living in my house. How do you get rid of a rat from a house? Why not immerse yourself in a completely fictional, imagined podcast for the beef and dairy industries? It works for me. The Beef and Dairy Network podcast is the number one podcast for those involved, or just interested, in the production of beef animals and dairy herds. Don't worry, it's funnier than it sounds. Find us at beefanddairynetwork.com or maximumfun.org or wherever you get your podcast from. Oh, God, there's the rat. Oh, God. My name is Patrick. My name is Parker. Max FunCon 
has been a huge inspiration in my life. Now I have this network of friends that I've made that span literally across the entire globe, and they're some of my favorite people in the world. I truly cannot believe the amount of wonderful and lasting friendships that have come out of this. If you feel like you might not fit in, as long as you're a good person, you'll fit in because everyone there is good and amazing and kind and wonderful, and you should absolutely go. It will be the best decision of your life. Make a ton of new friends like Parker and Patrick at MaxFunCon. Tickets for MaxFunCon and MaxFunCon East are on sale now at MaxFunCon.com. The lone African-American nominee for Best Actress in a Leading Role is Ruth Nega for her role in Loving. Uh, for the record, I loved her on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. She was awesome on that show. Yeah, she's really talented. It's great to see her nominated for an Oscar. So I hope this is yeah. a an even bigger springboard for her professionally. Amen. Um, so, uh, over, so in the battle between Halle Berry versus Blueberry um, – Halle Berry, this is uh this is a good one. Like this is, you know, the only black woman to win a Best Actress Academy Award. Yeah, I mean, Halle Berry is super talented, but let's not forget she did make Catwoman. But she also played Storm. Several storms cancels out one Catwoman. Mm, I think those storms cancel each other out. <laughs> okay, Blueberry, it is. Wait, hold on, hold on. I do want to point out. First of all, uh-huh. Harry Halle Berry is a very attractive woman. Oh, sure. Uh, like, in fact, to the point where she played the, the sexy secretary, Sharon Stone, in the Flintstones. That's right. And I say that's right, like, I'm not also looking at this screen. <laughs> and she was, uh, she, such a capable actress that she actually elevated the scenes that she was in. So I don't mean to make it all about how she looks, but I did want to point out, I did see her once. Um, I was at dinner mm-hmm. in Malibu with Jennifer mm-hmm. and, uh, and Jennifer's sister, she was out to visit. And Halle humble Berry, bragging. humble brag, I I have a sister in, uh, in law, and we went to dinner. But Halle Berry was the next table over, and she is. There are people in this world that are good looking to another level. Oh, where yeah. it's like you are not a person, you're not like a regular, like you are made a different person. Yeah, all I can do is stare at you. Yeah. And she was a, she was lovely. She was there with her family. She's a devoted mother as well. I mean, you know, she's a, she's a human being outside of the roles that she plays. Nope. Uh, she's Storm. <laughs> she's just Storm. Is that what you know her for best? Is that what you think of when you think uh, of her? Yeah, I think when I think of Halle Berry, I think of Storm. Okay. Because I've watched, you know, a lot of those movies and those are X-Men movies are the kind of movies that if they come on television, I'll just turn them on. Yeah. And have them just as my ambient noise in my life. So do you think Halle Berry beats a blueberry? Um, yeah. All right. Yeah, I do. I'm writing so down Halle what do we Berry. Have so far, uh, what do we have so far going into the finals? We have a strawberry. We have Huckleberry Finn and Halle Berry. Great. All right. Let's, uh, let's pick up the pace here. So I've got a bunch. I've got a lot to get through. Okay, we don't have to do all the scientific uh, Latin if you want to slow down a little. Or yeah. you want me to take one of these? Well, no. Let me quickly say a couple of people who a couple of things here that are berries that you wouldn't think of as berries that we're not. Gonna, mm-hmm. We're going to stick to sort of the core. 
when you think of a berry, you think of these things. So let me just throw them now, out there. Now, this is the scientific berry. Correct. A fruit produced from the ovary of a single flower in which the outer layer of the ovary wall depends... In which the outer layer of the ovary wall develops into an edible fleshy portion, correct? That is correct. So here, here's the list of things you would not think of as berries, but are technically berries. Pumpkins, watermelons, bananas, eggplants, tomatoes, and that's it. Those are all the ones I'm going to say, because there is one here where I go, I don't think of that as a, as a berry, but I also think it's, it's an interesting contender that I would like to save for the end as well. So going back to our, Ooh, I, I'm not looking at the list, so I, I this will be an exciting. Yeah. Question. So let's let's move on to uh, the raspberry, as okay. which was introduced at the beginning of this episode by yeah. you. But we're gonna do the fruit version. <laughs> there it is. That's the that's sound. Raspberry. It's the sound they make the when you chew them. Kids who don't know, that's what they call it, <laughs> making that fart noise with your tongue. <laughs> do you do? Um, can you do uh, hand farts? No, I've always wanted to be able to. I've never been able to. I'm going to do some into the microphone right now. We'll see if they pick it up. Sure, they're hand farts. There you go. Those are hand farts. That's really good. Apparently, my mother's father, my grandfather, could play songs with his hands like that. So that what? is diluted over generations to me just making fart noises. Yes, he was. Uh, he performed in the Catskills. He, he did a whole bunch of stuff. Wait a minute. He performed like not just for you I think, kids. I think he was supposed to hands? perform that. No, he passed away when my mother was in high school, so I never met him. But he ah. he was a performer. Uh, like that was his, that was what he wanted to do. He wanted to do comedy, um, and it didn't work out uh, for him. But he did a whole bunch of. Uh, I, I have some stories that I'll tell off mic sometime because because we have to get through these darn berries. We do. We are, um, yes. we are going very slowly. We are. Well, you talked about strawberries for 20 minutes at the beginning. I, I feel like you're trying to throw this thing. Well, you're essentially deflating the footballs for every other berry. <laughs> How dare you accuse me of being a patriot? I mean, a New England patriot, not a patriot for yeah. this country. USA, USA. So, uh, raspberry is another one of those things where it's like, you, there's, it's not really an ice cream, but it's like a, sh- a sherbet. And, yes. Uh, it's sometimes, it's more mixed into things. They're like raspberry teas. Uh, you, you can freeze dry, you can sort of freeze dry any of these berries, really. I feel like raspberry gets used a lot more, like I'm more accustomed to raspberry as a flavor than as an actual berry. I do love raspberries. I find them delicious. They're a little fragile. Yes. That hollow middle makes them a little fragile, so they don't quite last as long in a, uh, lunchbox. No. But, um... But, you know, Blue Raz in the 90s was a flavor. It was like, what? They just – because all the berries that they were using were red or pink. or yeah. So they were like, oh, no, no, raspberries are blue now. I'm like, no, raspberries are raspberry color. <laughs> and that's become the standard too is that now all raspberries are expected to be blue like for in kid stuff. Like yeah. blue raspberry cooler, man. And they see a real raspberry. They're like, what the F is this? Yeah. This you know what I very- say to blue raspberry flavor? Tell them. <laughs> Oh, dog, you just yeah. got played. Mouth farts. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. So moving on. Well, hold on. Let's talk very quickly about nutritional value. Oh, uh, this, this is the boring part. Yeah, whatever. It's got vitamins. It's got a lot of fiber. It's right. among the highest known in Whole Foods. It's got a ton of vitamin C. In the entire store? Yes. Find <laughs> anything more. You can eat a paper bag, still not as much fiber. Wow. Uh, and they're low on the glycemic index with total sugar content of only 4% no starch, which is probably why they taste right. a little bit more bitter. 
You're right, uh, though, that to continue on with this, cause that, that is one thing I will give raspberries is when I was, uh, super into my low carb, low sugar diet, raspberries were one of the things that I could always count on to be in my, uh, in my diet. Yes. And that was sort of my sweet treat. Yeah. They're good in oatmeal, actually. Oh, yeah. Really good in oatmeal. Um, all right. So, uh, raspberry is going head to head against Chuck Berry. Uh, famous 1950s musician. Yes. And I'm going to go ahead and say that the raspberry is going to win because, uh, not a lot of people know this, but Hal, you pointed this out to me when I was talking about how great Chuck Berry's music Wait, was. Wait, do you want to, you want to talk about the good things first before I drop the hammer on him? Yeah, sure. Before we get to the bad, I guess, yeah, let's talk about the good stuff. Yes. Uh, Chuck Berry was a pioneer in the rock and roll world. Yeah. Uh, his songs, Maybelline, mm-hmm. Roll Over Beethoven, Rock and Roll Music, and Johnny B. Good were some of the original rock and roll songs and covered by the Beatles. They were that much a integral part of rock and roll. Yes. That's the good. Hal? Well, he can, t- first let me say he continued to perform later in his life, including uh, young Hal Lublin seeing him, uh, I think at Merv Griffin's resorts <laughs> back in like 1990 or 91. It was him and Jerry Lee Lewis. Sure. And I can't remember who the third person was. I think, or maybe it was him and Jerry Lee Lewis, and Jerry Lee Lewis didn't show. Somebody didn't show, and Bo Diddley took his spot. And I remember it was oh, like- That was nice of him. Yeah. I think it might have been Jerry Lee Lewis, because it was, it was enough where it was like a disappointment that it wasn't Jerry Lee Lewis. Like, I like Bo Diddley, but the only song of his I know is like, yeah. And also, Bo Diddley never married his 13-year-old cousin. That's right. I, all I wanted to do is do a Q&A about him marrying cousins. But speaking about weird, creepy sex things, uh, did you know, Mark, <laughs> that Chuck Berry was – I was he arrested for this, I think? He hid – No, I do not know. He hid cameras in the toilet? Yeah, and then uh, he would record women going to the bathroom. Yeah, he wanted to see ladies go to the bathroom. Which look, Guess what, Raspberry? Luck of the draw. You're going through to the next I, round. Look, I'm not, I don't want to kink shame anybody. That's not what this is about. This is about right. consent. Yeah. It's kind of not cool. If you want to videotape someone going to the bathroom, ask them first. Yeah, like you go to Chuck Berry's house and he's like, hey, what's going on? Would you like... You want a fresca? Do you want fresca and some prunes? Oh, you have to go to the bathroom? Take this GoPro with you. <laughs> Uh, oh, right. Raspberry moves on. Okay. <laughs> so, w- all right. Uh, the next berry on our list. Oh, this is a seasonal, a holiday treat. Ugh, the cranberry. Listen, I'm not into it. I'm just going to go out there and say I don't eat cranberry sauce. I don't like cranberry juice because I don't – like, I'll like cranberry juice when I have like a urinary tract infection or something. Whatever you're supposed to drink it. I know it's good for – your your UTI, but it feels like really sweet and chalky. That's my experience with their with the juices. Lots of sugar though, high sugar. Yeah, the, I love cranberry flavor. I love cranberries. I make cranberry sauce from scratch on the holidays with my family. Cranberries are not great for you because you have to put so much sugar in them, right? Um, which is why ninety five percent of them do not wind up just fresh cranberries that you buy. Yeah. Yeah, you immediately boil them down and turn them into a syrup. Yeah, uh, by adding a ton of sugar. That said, I find them delicious. Now, okay. are they going to beat Eric Berry, nicknamed the Fifth Dimension, the uh, third greatest 
University of Tennessee football player of all time and number three in the 10 best defensive players in the NFL right now, currently playing for the Kansas City Chiefs. Who? <laughs> How dare you? I'm sorry. I have no idea. When you said, is he going to beat Eric Berry? The first thing I thought was, yeah, of course it is. I've never heard of Eric Berry. Eric Berry's the number three defensive back in the United States of America and a Tennessee volunteer, Hal. Okay, fine. Uh, do you think that a, a football player that most people who don't know football would, like most people wouldn't know who that, I, I'm a football fan and I don't know who Eric Berry is. You're right. Christmas beats football. Yeah. Cranberry's in. Oh, I'm really upset. I really wanted you to bring the thunder and, and, and eliminate the cranberry. I'm kind of disappointed you didn't. <laughs> nope. Well, this- no, I, uh, I'm giving the, I, look, I love the Tennessee Vols. I love the Tennessee Vols football sure. team. Of course you do. But I love Christmas more and I love Thanksgiving more. I understand. I, you, look, I think you made the right choice oh, for look, what it's man. worth. I appreciate that. <laughs> All right. Here's one that uh, th- there's no way you can't put something up that can beat the Lingonberry. Surely you can beat that. Oh, yeah. I can beat the Lingonberry, but I will have to give Lingonberries a shout out first. Sure. Uh, also rich in antioxidants, like many berries are. Lots of, uh, vitamins. They're used in the treatment of blood disorders and UTIs. So that's good. Yeah. Also, the diner near my college had Lingonberry jam to go with their Swedish pancakes. And I do not think of anything with Lingonberries other than Swedish pancakes. And when I think of Swedish pancakes, I always think of Lingonberries. They are intertwined in my mind. Yeah, it's definitely one of those like like value add things. Like there are mm-hmm. wines, liqueurs, syrups, jams, jellies, trifle, cheesecake, cocktail, souffle, sherbet, ice cream, candies, and Mark pickles. Which I guess is Wait, some weird Swedish thing. Is it weirder to put lingonberries in pickles than it is to put cameras in bathrooms? Um, is that a future episode? <laughs> no, it is not, Hal. Okay, no, it is not. I just want to make sure. That I didn't have to put it well, on. Well, that list. depends. Do you have the Lingonberries permission? No. Okay. So they're equal. Well, then no. Well, then they're equal. That's terrible. We're going to get letters. That's how it happens, right? Letters? Uh huh. Great. Um, I have my favorite berry I have saved for last on the list. Yes, there are probably other berries out there. Rachel Berry from Glee, shout out. Yeah. But she didn't make the final cut. What about Marvin uh, Berry, Chuck's cousin? Sure. Uh, a, a fictional character. Uh, what about Strawberry Shortcake, another fictional character? True. Um, raspberry Shortcake, the knockoff version of Strawberry Shortcake <laughs> that you could see in the Good Times video, Mockbuster. Um, <laughs> but the my personal favorite berry is the boysenberry. Do you know the history of the boysenberry? Tell me. So the boysenberry began uh, on a farm in Northern California – Created by a man named Rudolph Boysen. It's a hybrid of a couple other berries that he had help with and blah, blah, blah. Not important to the story. Okay. But a delicious, great, big, reddish purple berry. Um, and it was, it was sort of notorious in its neighborhood in Northern California. Uh, so a man from the USDA, the US Department of Agriculture, George Darrow, uh, who, uh, he, wanted to find out about this berry. This was the Loch Ness monster of berries. So uh there was a berry expert in Southern California by the name of Walter Knott. And Walter Knott uh went with George Darrow up to Northern California to Rudolph Boysen's farm. Right. And 
uh, he had abandoned his experiments growing boysenberries, not had, and he'd sold the farm. So it was just, there was no chance they were going to find anything. Okay. Until Darrow and Knott found several frail vines that had somehow survived in a field of weeds. So they took these vines, Knott took them to his Southern California farm, and he he nurtured these vines back to health and they started producing these beautiful boysenberries, uh, which he began to sell at his farm stand in 1932 and people went crazy for them and people would ask him what they were. He knew that the guy's name was Rudolph Boysen. So he started calling them boysenberries. Um, now incidentally, this may tip the scales for you on this one. Uh, he got the parent Rudolph Boysen got the parent Pretend possibly, uh, from the farm of a man by the name of John, uh, Lubbin. Not Lublin, but close. So they're originally called Lubbinberries. Do you think for a second that another mispronunciation of my last name is going to swing me towards a berry mark? Yes, I do, Hal Lublin. How about this? <sighs> what if I told you that that farm stand in 1932 grew into a restaurant where he served boysenberry preserves and his wife's famous fried chicken. Uh, and that restaurant turned into the giant theme park, Knott's Berry Farm, the originator of the boysenberry. Never before in the history of mankind has a berry led to roller coasters and kids taking pictures with Snoopy because they had <laughs> licensed the Peanuts characters. Okay. Look, that's, that is a very good berry. And a great story too. Very Thank interesting. You. I've never been to Knott's Berry Farm. I used to work there. I know. You did the, did you do Knott's Scary Farm? Is that what you did? I did Knott's Scary Farm and, uh, me and Frank Maciel and Mark McConville and, uh, Tommy O'Rourke and a few other people, uh, used to do an improv show there called Hacks for Halloween. <laughs> well, uh, that aside, I, I mean, I, I, have you ever tasted a boy? I don't feel like I haven't. I, I'm oh, sure yeah. I've had boysenberry, but I can't remember what it tastes like. I'll tell you, when you work there, do you know how many packets of boysenberry jam they have in the cafeteria condiment section? How many? Uh, Like 45 when I walk in the door, 15 <laughs> when I leave. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I, 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 again, I like the story. Does it beat mm -hmm. any of these berries before it? Do you think a boysenberry is better than a halleberry? Look, that's what we're here to decide. Okay. So I, I, I think that a boysenberry definitely beats a lingonberry. Oh, for sure. Lingonberry. So we should have, we should have five finalists now, right? Yes, we do. We have, uh, we have okay. five finalists currently. No, we, well, we've got strawberries, huckleberry finn, halleberry, raspberry, cranberry, and boysenberry. So that's seven. And I, I want to throw one more wrench in. Okay. And then we can start mm -hmm. slicing these away. Okay. The grape. Yeah. Oh, I was hoping for more of a reaction. <laughs> Boy, that, that just fell limp. No, I didn't mean for it to fall limp. <laughs> that was a, that was a silent nod and a, oh yeah. See? But I did it silently because I forgot that we're doing a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if you're going to throw the grape out there, which has given us wine, Yes. Uh, it has given us table grapes, obviously. It's given us grape jam. Yes. And by extension, David Berman's, uh, grape jam pie. That's right. Um, raisins. Raisins. Uh, another one that is, another one that, 
that you don't like, but everyone else in the world does. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, coffee is technically a berry, apparently. Is it? Uh, that's what, when I, when I went to list of berries, I got a, uh, from gardening channel. Oh, I'll, I would put that in the same category as like the pumpkin. Where, le- where you well, don't look, go- don't, don't discount, don't discount the benefits of coffee just because you personally don't like I'm it. I'm not Everyone discounting else in the world it. drinks coffee. Look, I love watermelon and I love tomatoes, but I'm not going to go that either one of them are the best berry. Like when All you right. tell me coffee's a berry, I just go, Oh, interesting. I didn't know that. Here, let's talk about real berries. Hal. Yes. I feel like we're arguing right now. All right. And I don't want to argue with you. I don't want to fight either. So it, we're, we're, we're pretty far into the episode. Let me pitch you an idea. Go ahead. We've got a long list of berries uh, that made it to the finals. I'm going to go out on a limb here and guess that if we just count to three, we will both say the winner simultaneously. Okay. You ready? Yeah. One, two, three. Strawberry. Strawberry. People of the world, (laughs) we've done it to you again. (laughs) We've had you listen to us for nigh on an hour. To arrive at the logical conclusion that y'all knew we were going to hit probably in the first 10 seconds when you heard that gravelly version of my voice say, best berry. Look, let's talk about the strawberry for a second. Do you, is there anything better than strawberry jam? Not the kind where it's like a clear jelly, but like a preserve where it's like smushed up strawberries. And I love grape jelly is my favorite. I've established that. But I love like a strawberry preserve. It's so good. It's great with cheese. It's great just on a cracker. It's great on toast. Fresh strawberries are a delight. They're like an aphrodisiac when you put chocolate on them. They're they're wholesome to put in your cereal. And hey, you can give freeze-dried ones and be like a darned astronaut. Have freeze-dried strawberry ice cream. Look at you, Buzz Aldrin. You're a darn American hero. With your Does strawberry. Buzz Aldrin listen to the show? I assume so. I can only Great. assume. Buzz, thank Please you continue. for your service. The point I'm making is you can throw all the people named Barry in the world you want into this mix. You can throw all the different berries in the world into this mix. But we all know the best berry. Sometimes the simplest answer is the correct answer. And in this case, it is. It's the strawberry. Best berry asked and answered. Thank you. Yes, thank you. And thank you, Matthew, for uh, the suggestion. Yeah. This topic is now closed, but there are many other topics to discuss. So if you would like to suggest a topic or argue about one of the ones we've already covered, please reach out to us on Twitter at We Got This Tweets or check out the Maximum Fun subreddit. A flame war is probably happening right now. You can reach us by email at WeGotThisPodcast at gmail.com or you can join our vibrant and growing Facebook community and chat it up with us and all the other people of the world at Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash We Got This Podcast. Thank you to producer Ken Plume, to researcher Kate McManus working overtime on this one. Lots of great stuff and facts Amen. uh thank you to graphic designer uri kelman and qa engineer jen alba and thank you of course to jonathan dinerstein and mike Furman for our score and theme song respectively and thanks to you our listener you are the berry in our tart oh for hal lublin i'm mark gagliardi and for mark gagliardi i'm hal lublin and don't worry everybody we, we got, got this. this we got this maximumfun.org comedy and culture artist owned listener supported